So, yeah, we'll do a couple seconds of silence. You intro yourself. If you want to do the fucking Conan intro, you can. Hey, everybody. My name is AJ, and I play drums for Selena's bass thrash metal band in Human Slaughter. And I'm nervous about being today's guest on the Nakama podcast. Fanime. Yeah, that's fanime. insane. That's that's pretty big because yeah. I mean, next is Comic Con. I I mean, I would think next is probably AX, uh, Crunchyroll, and AX. Crunchyroll no, Expo. AX is before Crunchy. And uh, no, no, no. I mean, fucking for shoot us, for the stars, as, a, as a step oh. in like bigger. I think yeah, AX no. is still the bigger. Yeah, that convention. Hey, you want to be at the AVN convention? Oh my god, no. Yes. You know how many people in AVN listen and watch? I don't know what that is. Anime based podcasts and series. He's talking about the porn convention. I'd be down to go. <laughs> <laughs> Just to attend. No hesitation. No, I'd be but, down to go. Enough. Uh, with jokes aside, oh, honestly, I'm stoked. I'm glad you guys. Yeah. You guys are making it happen. We're, it's nice to see uh, local talent do big things. So. I mean, it's also just nice to see that we're doing well because oftentimes when we're when we're in like we're in this room and it's a small room. There's there's three of us just around a table and it's it's often hard to uh, remember that us is more than just the three of us in this room. There are people right. that listen to this mm-hmm. who AJ, support. AJ is one of the people. AJ is also one of those people that listen. <laughs> But and we do Juan. get, yeah, we do get a decent listenership that, like, yeah, it's, I don't it's even to be know. Proud of. I think one of your episodes, or I think I'm, it may have been like a conversation outside of of this with Cruz that I had, but I do know you guys do get listeners from not just California. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, I don't it's know. Uh, I don't we get see all any over of the, the stats. we get all over the country. I I bug Oz about it frequently. Yeah, I don't know any of the and maybe like every fifth bring time that I bother him, he'll actually share the stats with me. But um, because the only thing that I have stats for is Apple, right? So I can see those. I can't see anything else. And uh, from what it looks like, our biggest listener listenership is through spotify cool yeah well i mean that's where i listen to because uh britney just i just found out that she was that started listening or she's always yeah. been listening and i was just like oh i didn't even know you listened anymore because our earlier stuff was a bit more rocky and she was like no i listened and i was like oh i love uh that you're like yeah it's a little <coughs> bit more rocky whereas like every time i've described our podcast uh, i always mention that the first 10 episodes are just absolute dog shit I mean, yeah, they're right. But it makes sense because we were we weren't uh, we didn't we didn't get the flow of it yet. No. Well, yeah. here's how I see it: is from when you guys started and I listened to where you are now, you're already going to to the to Fanime. Yeah. So that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that sucks that AJ's back is he somehow did worse by watching the anime somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Sal has this. Me and Sal have this ongoing beef yeah. about the animes. So Bro, at first he told me knows. I have to watch. So uh, for those that don't know, we I don't know if I'm allowed to explain this, but yes. so uh, a- any guest that comes on or um, just for the hosts themselves, they watch at least now. I was told three episodes of each. There's three animes. It could be anywhere from like two to three. So I watched an episode of each last night. And because to my last recollection, Sal said, yeah, at least I had to watch one, dude. And I was like, okay. So I watched one of each, except for one of them, because Crunchyroll wouldn't wouldn't play it for some reason. Yeah. Um, Which that was a, a genuine. When he told me about it, um, I have the Crunchyroll app on my phone. And yeah. It was like, no, right about to be one, break time. And I was checking it out. Yeah, like, it, was, it was It was acting fucky. up because yeah. I was watching it, it just kept time. It just kept spinning yeah. the yeah. dots. And I was like, um, okay. And it and looked, then the it app looked cute. Even it looked work. cute. It, was, it, was, it looked like a cute anime. Mm-hmm. I was like, Mariah, she's like super about like cute the anime girls like mm-hmm. she's all about it so i was like cool i was like all right well anyway so i watched an episode and i took notes this time i didn't have notes last time and then sal's like dude you're supposed to watch three and i was like dude you told me one. everyone knows it's three <laughs> i my my uh rationale was he probably got it confused when we said watch three episodes we meant of each and and maybe you thought in total but, yes so yeah. now i know for next time which yeah. will be like in a year <laughs> when you guys no. clear when you guys clear your busy schedule after fanime i'll be i'll be ready we, i mean we do pretty much have guests lined up for next month good yeah but the following one i don't think we, we have that quite mm-hmm. pat down yet and i'm and but by then i'm sure i'll build up the tolerance to watch two more episodes of <laughs> i hope so <laughs> as long as they're dubbed i mean i don't mind sub but i watch them with mariah yeah. So she's like, she ain't about the sub life. Yeah. I don't mind it because I can read. Your girlfriend can't read? Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> I mean, that's what I said. I don't mind it because I can read. But like, <laughs> that's, maybe that's why she's homeless. She can't. <laughs> I guess. She, she can't read the apartment application to fill it out. <laughs> she owns horses but can't read. Hey, man, you don't need to read to fucking feed a horse, dude. That's just true. <laughs> 
It's good to be here, boys. Thank you again for having me. And uh, those animes, were real. I, I thought they were both interesting. One of them was a little slow, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Oh, but before that. Wait, you guys had something about some video games. Yeah, Sal, you have a review yeah. for something. And, and I, have a little, I have some questions about it, but I'll go ahead and let you. Uh, yep. So the first one is uh, Soundfall that came out on the Nintendo Indie Direct, which is a game where you play as this woman named Melody that got transported to another world. And the gameplay is you got to attack and dodge to the rhythm of the, the, the music. And each area is a different um, style of music. And there's different characters that you can meet along the way to help you basically get back home. It mixes uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer with uh, looter shooters. So games like Borderlands or The Division. It's very okay. I was really hyped up for it because I like rhythm games, but after getting through the first three areas, it's okay. If you can pick it up for 10 bucks, go for it because I think right now it's like 25, but I got it basically for free because I had Nintendo points, but it's also on Xbox, Nintendo Switch and Xbox. I don't know if it's on PlayStation. Rhythm games are a little tricky. Like the last mm-hmm. one I remember playing was on a jam pack demo disc for the PS2 and it was yeah. called Frequency. I don't know if you guys remember. Frequency. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Mm-mm. Like you're yeah. the whole game, you're going through some kind of like rhythm tunnel, but I mean, I'm all about rhythm games. I mean, I'm I'm a drummer, yeah. right? So it's very rare that besides Guitar Hero or like Rock Band, which was awesome, Rock um, Band needs to come back. I'm, yeah, I'm I hearing know. Harmonics got bought out, and they did. They did to get now they're trying to do something similar to. Hopefully, they got bought out, and then they also they got also they acquired, got they um, uh, Bandcamp. Bandcamp, yeah, there we go. The so, website. Yes. yes. Oh, sick. So oh, hopefully man. those two things are tied together. Mm-hmm. There's no con- confirmation that they are, Yeah. but ideally. But do you remember when Rock... Um, so uh, staying on the topic of rhythm games, where Rock Band used to let you jam. Yeah. And you used to be able to like used to record songs on yeah. the game. That was fun. That was cool. So maybe with this one, maybe there might be some kind of like... Yeah, uh, fingers, fingers crossed there might be more like DLC well, maybe actually, for this game. I what mean, I'm hoping is that there's because, I mean, we've come a long way in mm-hmm. in technology and I know that sound recognition is way better. There's got to be a way for them to be able to make some sort of, uh, you know, if it's through Bandcamp, if they can if they can connect it to Bandcamp, whatever songs they have a license through there where the game can just load the song in and then through some sort of, I don't know, AI learning thing or whatever, mm-hmm. be able to just sort of auto-generate the lines you need to play to play the song. So that way it's not like, why well, I, I got to, you know, this game comes with 45 songs and then a season later they'll come out with 20 more songs. Rather just this is Bandcamp that you can play. Or yeah. since if you buy them, then any artist that, and any artist that wants to keep their music on Bandcamp saying, hey, your music is subject to yeah. appearing on our um, outlets such as – I don't I don't know the correct terminology. I'm, yeah. not, a, I'm not a lawyer. But um, whoever has their – because I, I never had music on Bandcamp. Like yeah. when, when I was with Pacific Roots, I, we never had our music on Bandcamp. Yeah. And I don't think it is to this day. But um, it would probably be subject to that. But which would be great because, you know, it's another way – A, it's a way to get your music out there, especially if you're a young – band trying to get out there and and, and make noise uh, that'd be perfect way to do it so i think people who do uh have their music to Bandcamp and at some point you know and if they decide to branch out towards other games that are rhythm games that can approve and i know there's a whole bunch of paperwork with that maybe that might be good dlc um i mean they could work it the same way that like spotify and a bunch of other streaming websites do right where uh plays start to count as actual purchases of the song after a certain number of plays or for think, like a fraction of for, a cent which yeah. is what we're dealing with now with streaming yeah but maybe it might be even because anybody can play the game yeah so it might be either the same or even less than that but well not if they do it where um and you know the concept of microtransactions is never uh, uh anybody's favorite idea right i think for something like this if there was like a, a token system then maybe where um, basically you would purchase the game or even if it was like a subscription-based game where you, you were able to you fucking pay like $5 a month to play this game. Mm-hmm. But every person whose songs appeared on that got a fraction of that for every player, 
then you might be seeing more of a payout of mm. closer to, you know, like a five or, or, or 10 cent per, right. you know, thing. And it's not going to be amazing, but you don't need to to pay the artist's bills. Right. You just need to give them at least as much as they're getting by having it on any other streaming service. Mm -hmm. If Spotify is giving them a cent per every, you know, thousand people listening to it, then you just need to find a way to provide them with a, a cent for every thousand. Mm -hmm. And if you can provide them two, three, four, five cents per, that's gonna look even better. And most uh, most music producers are going to just look at the amount of money that's mm -hmm. coming in and just go, yep. So we'll yeah, and some artists might have different feelings about that yeah. streaming, and that can be a, like a, that's an episode for a whole nother podcast. Yeah. But um, I think yeah, I mean obviously that would mean you got to be connected to the internet, yada yada yada. There's that whole mm -hmm. other thing. But at the end of the day, I do like rhythm games. I think there should be more. And as far as yeah. having songs that you think that 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 you like that you would want to see. Sometimes it's hard to clear it, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm I'm not shy to give rhythm games a chance because mm -hmm. I, I I myself am somebody who who does rhythms for a hobby. Yeah, actually, the last uh, um, rhythm game that I played was Dislight, the mobile game. Dislight. Oh, yeah. I always see ads for like those shitty YouTube, like yeah. the shitty piano ones, and I'm not really down for those. Yeah. So I don't know. I see a lot of ads. No, of Dislight is uh, by the same people who did like AFK Arena and stuff. And mm -hmm. the main story of it plays like AFK Arena. But um, I was playing it and and then I looking at some stuff and then I'm like, what kind of game mode is this? And then I clicked it and it's just literally all the songs from the game that you can play like Guitar Hero. And I was like, this is actually pretty fun. And it's the thing that I played the most in that game Yeah, since it's just record scratching back and forth like DJ Hero. Mm -hmm. I sucked at DJ Hero. I fucking sucked at DJ hold Hero on, too. If, I, if you didn't hear me the first time, I sucked. Oh, see, you can you can go ahead and do that as much as you want to. The uh, S thing with the recording. I love the pop filters. Not, Nothing. Not even that bad. Not a dent. Yeah. No, but dude, like DJ Hero, whack. Yeah. Yeah. I su no, not whack. It's a good game. Yeah. But you I just suck. I had to play it on easy. And even then I was like, wait a yeah. minute. Because that's when I found out, oh, this is a new generation of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, there's like extra knobs and shit. When Cruz and half got, the time I just when wouldn't. When Cruz got rock band, we were at his house all the time. Yeah. And for we were hours. Hours. Just, and then we did the story mode where you did the local shows, the fucking mm -hmm. stadium shows, and then the tour and everything all in a day. Yeah, it's but, just fun. Yeah, but I, I love rhythm games, yeah. I guess is what Same. I'm trying to say. Yep. I kind of really went off like on them. that, but I just, I'm, you can't talk to me and not yeah. expect me to go off on rhythm. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then the the next game uh, last week as of this recording, uh, Evil Dead came out. So let me ask you a question before you go off on describing uh, Evil Dead. Is and I've seen gameplay just because from uh, YouTube. Is yeah. it like Friday the 13th, the game? Uh, Sort of when it comes to the uh, freedom that you have. Right. It is like Friday the 13th, but uh, it's basically uh, Bruce Campbell's The Simulator. Because mm -hmm. most of the <laughs> characters are Bruce Campbell. Yeah, there's like five different Bruce Campbells. Yeah, because there's one from each uh, movie. So it does all of the Evil Dead series except for the remake. That's the only thing that hasn't been added well, into the game. he's not in the remake. Probably, yeah, probably well, he was supposed to be in it, but yeah. he's not in it. But uh, all the other characters from Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, and Ash vs. Evil Dead are in the game. And the game is... Uh, four versus one you know four survivors versus one uh one bad guy it's pretty fun uh the only complaint that i have with the game is it has a pretty not steep learning curve but there is a learning curve like the tutorial tells you how to do stuff but it doesn't tell you where and when you should do it mm. it just when you play with the match you just get thrown in a map and if you're not looking at your screen then you're not going to know where to go and then the demons can come and just blast you Mm. yeah okay yeah but the game is cool it's definitely meant for people who really like the the see the movie and the tv show i wanted to get the collectors but it was like 200 bucks and i was like i already spent 200 on elden ring for 40 bucks it's it's worth it okay because oh, that shit, 40 bucks yeah yeah it's 13th was about the same price yeah it was 40 bucks it was 40 dollars but uh yeah evil dead uh it's cross-platform so even if you if you have friends on xbox you can play with them if you're on playstation or pc this necronomicon oh, is so that, i could play with you guys this necronomicon yeah. is that like the actual journal with the fucking yeah it's the one face? from evil dead nice. that's the reason why i want it 
And then Brittany was like, "Well, just get in." It's I think like, Cruz no, is right. You could probably, get, you could probably get like a better quality one. You can. No, that was, like cheaper that one for two hundred cool. bucks. But that for cool. all that shit, yeah. I would say two hundred bucks is well worth yeah, it. Yeah, Brittany was like, "Just get in." And I was like, "No, nah, I already dropped two hundred on Elden Ring. I'm not gonna drop four hundred dollars on two fucking video games." So the first anime that we're going to review uh, was a, an anime called Aharen San wa Hakarenai, which is basically about a dude uh, with resting bitch face who gets sat next to a girl who talks so quietly that she doesn't even get picked up on a microphone and how they become friends almost immediately. He gets into the school and he thinks, I've had no friends because people think I'm mean. So whoever sits next to me, I'm going to be their friend. And he happens to get sat next to um, uh, the disc count comey can't communicate yeah that's definitely the vibes that i had in this anime yeah just straight up yeah i mean it is it is like an incredibly similar idea and like i understand ideas are bullshit and it's about execution but this shares so many similarities that i would just rather watch comey san now this isn't a bad anime it's just it doesn't i didn't think didn't do anything new enough no for me to say, yeah, this is something I Other want. than the main character just always looks like a child. I mean, that's like the only big difference that I saw is just like, okay, sure. I guess she's supposed to be a high schooler, but They're home both girl, supposed to be the same age. Yeah, but homegirl looks like she's six. I mean, it also doesn't help that they put her next to the guy who's like supposed to look older for his age and also is way bigger and yeah. also looks mean. Like it looks like, uh, I don't know, uh, an older brother with his like little kid sister mm-hmm. when they're supposed to be the same age. Yep. I mean, yeah. There's not much that I can say about this one. The first episode is just what I described right now about him deciding they're going to be friends and then uh, him sort of getting the cold shoulder initially because he, he thinks she doesn't want to talk to him. He doesn't realize that she's been talking to him. She's just too quiet, but she ends up dragging him around. They go to the arcade. They go to karaoke. They go do a bunch of stuff. And then uh, she kind of just decided they're going to be best friends. And then the second episode concerns the friend of the quiet girl of Aharen-san sort of stalking them because he, she thinks that this main guy, because he looks mean, is like harassing the girl, Aharen-san, but he's not. He's just her friend. And little weird thing about that is they spend a good part of the first episode explaining that she's never had friends because yep. she's too quiet and nobody likes her. No, and then, that wasn't the case. The case was that she was too friendly. She'd come off too strong. Like one person would be uh, nice yeah, to her. Right. And then she'd be like, here, I made you cookies. I made you this, all this other shit. And they're like, you're fucking weird. Yeah, they would. She would get too clingy, and then, yeah. and then they would abandon her. But then the, the second episode, they're like, also, this is her best friend of several years, and it's like, yeah. didn't we just establish that she doesn't have friends? She just punches her in the forehead. Yeah. Which is one of the things that I did find funny about the show is they're kind of do, doing the dance of like, should we not date? Maybe, maybe I do like you, yeah. or maybe I'll eventually like you. But because at one point she's like. This is kind of embarrassing. Our faces are so close to one another. But the first episode, she like headbutts the dude because he's like, I know what we how we need to communicate. Bone communication. Yeah. So she just headbutts the guy <laughs> multiple <laughs> times. And it's just like, you don't have a problem face to face right there because you, you, yeah. you're headbutting. Yeah. But in the to wrap it up, the third episode is them kind of being sad that time has passed and now it's time for them to change seats, you know, get a little bit of fresh air or not fresh air, but like make new acquaintances because they're going to be moved around. So that's the episode of them trying to make the last week together meaningful. And, you know, the, he does weird dances with her. He tells her like, oh, even though we're going to move and we might not sit next to each other, we'll still walk home together and all this other shit and then at the end of the episode they everyone moves but them yeah the teacher just straight forgets that both of them exist yeah so she doesn't move them i thought it was going to be something even more stupid where because they're the last ones to move she just has them switch seats with Mm -hmm. each other so he gets the window seat now but they didn't even do that they just didn't move at all yeah from the sounds of it of somebody who's you know people who are in love with each other and baking cookies and whatnot it sounds like Love after the one we're about to get into. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of that because there's that same element. Um, No, this one, it doesn't really seem like they're trying to be romantic. Yeah, they, they're not They're in just love. trying they're just to be best homies. Friends. Yeah. Mm. And is, that's, this, is this guy and a girl? Yeah, yeah and that is one thing yeah. that I genuinely do like about it is because mm-hmm. like with Comey, 
they do that thing where it's like, well, but they do have a crush on each other. With this one, it's not. It's just like these two are bros. Mm -hmm. And I do like that aspect of it. Yeah. I think that's that's the thing that I appreciated the most. I think the only thing that I didn't like about it, and I think this is just me knowing the fan base. There's a, there's a, I think it's the second episode. She gets like shit in her eye and like he gives her eye drops to, to clear it up. Yeah. And she like fucks up somehow so bad she gets it all over her face and my first oh, she's dodging it because she's she's nervous about the thing yeah. in her eye so well, initially because she can't do it herself and then every time that he's trying to pour it into her eye yeah so when the when i saw that scene my first thought is some sick fuck did that on purpose <laughs> Because uh, see, I just thought like someone's gonna use this as like a as like a bukake reaction exactly. reaction photo. Exactly. That and it's just like, damn, the fucking community has fucked me up so bad that this mistake that could happen to maybe one day some to someone, my first think is jizz all over someone's face. I like that you're like, yes, the community did <laughs> this to me. It is <laughs> If I, if you Whereas, see, like, I'm full well aware that, like, my, I had that thought because I'm just on Twitter too much. Exactly. If it's not Twitter uh, just showing porn to me all the time, it's you guys showing me porn. And it's mostly CJ showing me porn. Anyway, but yeah, so the, yeah. Uh, the anime sounds not it's okay. interesting, honestly. Yeah, it's not it's that all right. It's, it's okay. I think it's definitely, like, a on in the background kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um... I give guess, it like a solid five out of ten. Yeah, this is middle ground. It's a five. Kami, if you like, uh, Kami, Kami can't communicate, yeah. and you've already watched it. You finished it. You I guess might like this one. Would it be something good to watch if you're trying to, if you're, you know, just have find a filler show? You know, yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Uh, the next one we're going to be talking about is the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. That was strange. That's about uh, a dude. Um, like it's not one. an isekai. It's just a guy who was a demon lord in a fantasy land who reincarnates himself as just a kid in the same exact fantasy land. And that's the reason why it's not an isekai because it's not another world. And uh, one it's day- It's a different time period. It's more like a time travel thing than anything. And well, one reincarnation day- Reincarnation is reincarnation, I think. Yeah. yeah. But one day, yeah, he's- uh, He's walking through the forest and there's a girl getting attacked by a bunch of little goblin dudes, if I remember correctly. Were they goblins? Yep. Well, the first at one first I saw. she was exercising her her powers and she was just- And then he at like first follows was, her around. It was a bear. Then uh, then he said like, vir- like basically the wolf she was doing yeah. next on was harmless. Then the goblins came at the end of the first episode. Yeah. And she's like, get away from me, fucking weirdo. And then he's like, no, 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 but we are kindred spirits. And then she's like, get away from me, fucking weirdo. And then she starts getting attacked by goblins. And then he hops in. And then now they're friends. And then episode two. Episode two, after they become friends, uh, they start going to school. Uh, seven years has yes, passed because the main older. character is uh, 10 years old. And um, yeah, they start going to school. They meet the succubus girl. Yes. She's getting picked on for whatever reason. I don't, I didn't get that either. And, and I didn't the, get that like either. A, like a succubus? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like and then elf like the, people. The rich kid is like, well, her dad works for my dad, so I can treat her like shit. Yeah, it was like the weirdest thing where it's like, one, how, why would you do that? And then two, it's like, bitch, you're a succubus. Your whole point is to suck the souls out of semen. Yeah. What the fuck? How are you getting picked on? Right? That doesn't make any sense unless they're gay. I don't know. Then I mean, like, I, I guess a female succubus is like, doesn't have well, any no, power. Female succubus is redundant. The male version is an incubus. Uh, it doesn't matter. Just like, unless they're hella gay. Maybe all her she, succubus magic isn't there yet. So all she, she had do to do was just yet. show more cleavage than she already does. However, I will say, that was a very conservatively drawn succubus. Yeah. She was just in clothes. Yeah. She had like a maid outfit, but all, that's yeah. like their school uniform. But then again, if it's seven years later, they're only 17. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like Link, like into well, Ocarina of Time, I mean, he was 17. The, those rules don't necessarily apply to most anime, though. I think the the one other thing about the settings that I don't like is that I hate, and this is something that I recently noticed because uh, I'm listening to Son of the Black Swords. Uh, I hate fantasy setting. Like, I like fantasy settings, but I hate how if it's a fantasy setting, it stays like that because the Demon Lord, when he reincarnates, it's years down yeah, the line. It's, and they haven't it's progressed. thousands of years, yeah, They have the not same. progressed. Yeah, and it's just like, how are you going to do that? Like, I hate how fantasy shit does that. It's like, don't worry, son. 
Maybe one day you will be a great knight just like me and your grandpapa. And it's just like, no, bro. If it's anything like real life, we're not going to need knights, bro. I mean, not just that, but like, I get the, the defense is always like, well, there's magic. You don't need technology. But like, it's not like in most fantasy settings, everybody knows how to do magic. Yeah. Even if there's 10% of people who, who don't know how to use magic, who can never use it. That 10% is going to invent a nuke at some point. Yeah. That's what I really liked about the Avatar series is Avatar, you know, they're all yeah. old and but then uh legend of Korra. it's all steampunky yeah exactly it's like okay time is progressing but most fantasy setting stuff it's like no we're stuck in the dan the dungeon and dragon age you know yeah. anyway you had a point i will i it was back a little I, i'm gonna backtrack a little bit here so when you guys were talking about the demon lords and stuff like going back to when he was 10 right so right. the first episode I, I only watched the first one because i again did not understand the assignment that Sal had given me <laughs> i didn't um, talk to you so bro. it was so the demon lordy so uh, yeah, i'm just gonna go off my notes and um, we can go from here because you guys seen the other episodes and you can probably uh you know elaborate more on it so the demon lord here says i have him reincarnated as a boy who's now 10 and um why is it now all of a sudden I mean, when he when he was younger than ten, was he always having this hard of a time communicating with people, or was it just now all of a sudden because he's ten and he sees this girl in the forest, like, uh, and he's trying to communicate with those girls walking, trying to be their friends? Yeah, and- I think it's him being like, "All right, in my past life, I was always, you know, too strong. No one really wanted to talk to me because I was too powerful. So this time, I'm gonna try to make some amigos and be on the same eye level with them." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the reason why he was trying to reach well, out. In any of the three episodes, though, does it? ever go back to when he was a demon lord or is it just always touching you get, you get it gets spoken about but uh, you don't really yeah because even in the first episode it gets spoken about but yeah. it, i mean obviously he talks about it like almost like the first half yeah well no but, one knows that he's the demon lord until um you kind of get hint in episode right. two and three where they're like someone's like that's that's that he magic lady yeah he that magic the is a loss lady. that the, that but skill that how, you're doing is lost so how long has he like been this shy and he's gotten what he described i forget how he described his butterflies in his stomach when he was talking to girls how long before that though like well that, I, that, I that was the main concern for me was you know how was he before he reincarnated and now why was it until 10 why what happened when he was nine what happened when he was eight you know what i mean like i get yeah. it, you're he a was kid just homeschooled yeah yeah but like that episode starts like on the perfect day where they let him go out and talk with people well i think uh, which is which was things, confusing yeah to me. a little confusing i think what happens basically is as far as like his whole how do i you know talk to people why would i want to go through this thing again right when he is the demon lord it's yeah some people don't want to associate with him but also i do think it has to do with the fact that like once you're at that state right you're like the most powerful thing you can't have a good relationship with like there's no genuine relationship with anyone mm-hmm. you're the like you're you're the pinnacle of something people are going to treat you completely differently and then i think when he reincarnates you know obviously he does it as a baby and then he gets a few years and maybe it's just like uh i don't know legend of zelda type thingy where like at a certain point you're just like or or i guess all of a sudden you're ready to go fucking conquer hyrule where it's just like yeah get the fuck out of my house how old was ash how old was ash when he went on 10 he was 10 yeah by himself so like and the same with link like oh you're he was around the same age oh yeah you can go fucking go 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 kill the king go for it and then go inside uh go to zora's fucking domain and handle that shit at yeah. 17 only at 17 and it's like yeah. dude like whoa so yeah i can see where like it derives maybe yeah maybe their derivation but i mean I also Zelda. i do think it has to do with the fact that like because after he meets that girl they go to that school and they attend that school mm-hmm. that it could just also be you know that was maybe like the middle school high school equivalent of whatever the fuck they're doing and it right. was just he was of age to go do that and so he went to go do that and that's the reason why he right. keep was out of the house yeah but um it doesn't really linger too much mm-hmm. on that point so to uh to but to, just to conclude my notes i would just like to i i and it's a slow it's a slow start yeah. show i think just from watching the first episode and i'm sure maybe you guys have maybe you've seen the whole series already but i like to see more of how he was before that way we can i can under get more of an understanding uh, as to why he is how he is now because to me it just seems like it's just like an awkward kid but there's a whole bunch of animes where you're the awkward kid like uh uh that one guy from the other anime my dress up darling yeah he was awkward he didn't really know how to communicate with people until that one girl oh yeah you she's did been do going that to fuck, yeah, she's been going to the fucking same school with him forever but it's just the episode 
just happens to start off where they communicate. Yeah. So, you know, I I, kind of get that same feel where it's just like, how was he before? Maybe I'm just more of like a backstory guy. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of shows that have that until it's highly demanded by its viewers and and fans. Obviously, after years of of engagement with the show. But this one, you definitely do get a sense of it in, but not in through like flashbacks or anything, Mm -hmm. just through the way he acts. In, I believe it's the second episode, they do the duel, right? So, yeah. And, and he does a magic duel with that rich guy that we were talking about. Uh, And this rich guy is like, I'm going to hit you with all these super powered spells, which they're not super powered spells. They're regular spells that he's dressing up to seem like they're super powered so he looks cooler. Mm -hmm. And this, the main kid is just standing there just like putting up a shield every single time to just like, and so you see this like wall of fire hitting him and he's just standing there like fucking whatever. Um, And so you get an idea of what he was like when he was fighting people and maybe how he got to be so imposing because he's seeing all of these like, you know, crazy attacks or whatever. And he's just thinking to himself like, okay, he's doing this. He's doing this. He's doing this. Well, this is what he's doing. This is why he's doing it. It's probably a little insecure. He's like breaking this guy down in his own head. Mm-hmm. And then he confronts him about it in the fight saying like, come on, we both know what you're doing here. You're trying to impress these guys. This isn't, don't treat me like some sort of asshole. I know what you're doing. And then the, you know, the kid is still very much like, no, but I'm better than you. And he's just like, oh yeah, let's check that out. And then he actually hits him with the spell the guy is supposedly doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see, like, all of these fucking spell circles open. Pretty badass. And all the, like, fucking... He's clearly doing a bunch of crazy shit that everybody in the crowd is seeing. Mm. And it's a much bigger difference than the other guy. Right. And so even just the startup of that spell, everybody's like, oh, never mind. This kid ain't shit. This guy, though, what the fuck is he doing? And then the one lady who's the teacher, who is somebody that he knew because she was like a general in his army at one point. Mm-hmm. It's just like, huh. How do you know I that? Yeah. And also, I haven't seen this spell in decades. Since yeah. he was the demon lord. Basically. Like right. this... No one so has she's already known has how to do this. Interesting. So yeah. it already sounds like it's getting... So yeah. it sounds like it builds up. It does. Yeah, Obviously. I like this anime. I think it's the better one out of the three. And this is the one I was telling you guys that one of them was a slow start. And yeah, this was yeah. that one. Th- well, well this Chris one, said the same thing. Yeah, this one for me, like, it... it I like fantasy just, stuff. And this is one where it's just like, I like it. I just felt like it could have been, I pacing-wise, better handled. Because, like, you do get those really cool moments. But then you get a lot of, like, downtime in between them. Like, a lot of time that i feel like you're not always given something that's like even moving the plot forward you're just kind of right you know because uh it kind of feels like it drags on yeah because episode three is him the girl that he meets in the woods which turned out to be his parents best friend's daughter yeah teaming up with the succubus and that you know he kind of confronts her and he's like bro come on you're a succubus you need to be more confident and like i'll teach you how to be better or be more confident in yourself because uh she ends up like asking him to go on a date with her and then the other girl comes in the cock block and like, no, you can't be on a date with him. And she's like, unless I can come. And the second is like, no, that's cool. He should have a harem. And she's like, what the fuck's a harem? And then she explained it and she was like, hell on there. The only wiener that he's going to be giving it to is me. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of wiener, shout out wiener schnitzel. Right. Wiener schnitzel yeah. for breakfast was a solid fucking idea. Besides the beer I had this morning. Yeah. Great. Yeah. But overall, I like this one. It was good. I liked, I liked the first episode. There was a lot of questions. Obviously, I took the notes. Yeah. And for those listening, I only saw the first episode, but um, you guys seen the the first three. But this series, thinking if there was if they were gonna uh, keep it going, uh, something you guys would watch for sure. Yeah. I probably not. I I will say I would give this like a maybe like a six or seven. yeah, but like it's, maybe maybe like it's a, okay. a spinoff of anything. Even though like there's not something I don't think you could spin off from it. I don't know. Yeah, I give it a the solid, pacing is something that I'm not a big fan <laughs> I of. <could> solid eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Well, it was good. I thought it was great. Mariah and I both thought it was a little slow, but to be fair, she didn't really like it. But damn, I thought I thought it was okay. It could have been, you know, with anime, it's it's chancy. You know, you're rolling the dice when you're watching because there's so many animes. You're rolling yeah. the dice, really. Um, yeah. Yeah. Moving on to the next, the last one. Love after world domination. Uh, I. I thought this one was I th- I fucking interesting. Love this one. I this thought this one was really good. And I feel like I kind of have a little, you know, even though if we're watching the first episode, if you guys want me to read my notes first, that way you might or may can, yeah, can no, answer, go for it. Could answer maybe or uh, have any evidence as to what maybe this 
it, it could be proven true or not anyway so love after world domination uh i got a huge power rangers vibe from because yeah, the that's team what they are the power rangers so uh but the similarities is damn near to the t where mm-hmm. it's different colors yellow pink green red and that's it right yellow, yellow pink yeah. green red and blue gray yeah. and blue yeah and the power rangers is the same thing but these guys are called the gelato five yeah well uh to to the Power Rangers thing, that is just a genre of sort of like action shows in Japan. It's called right. a Super Sentai. Super Sentai. And so the Power Rangers, the, I think the first season of the Power Rangers was uh, well, it was Japanese, right? The Power Rangers. Yeah, it was first? it was some other show. I don't think it was called Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. That was intercut with uh, we replaced all of the. Um, helmet off footage with uh, American teenagers and sort of change the story a little bit so that way instead of it being like uh, in Japan usually these ones like Common Red or whatever they're either just sort of like groups or they're police forces mm-hmm. and they're generally adults in uh, America when we did the Power Rangers, we replaced all of them with high schoolers and Zordon, the headless or not headless, but the floating head guy who assembles the Power Rangers specifically looks for teenagers with attitude to be the Power Rangers because I guess that's important. I don't know, <laughs> um, which they do kind of play with in this. So the one thing I did like about it was you're right. There's a lot of similarities to um, Power Rangers and it's not just as far as cosmetics. go. Well, no, it's not just the right. Super Sentai thing. It also seems like they whoever did the show or or whatever the, it's based off of mm-hmm. was also aware of what we did with the Power Rangers because there's some story things that feel less Super Sentai in general and more very specific to the Power Rangers. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, so I I kind of dug that whole thing. And uh, it, it just, you know, they all even have their own sayings. And they mm-hmm. all do their own little formations, their dances. Well, when they all grouped up, when the angry bear came out and was like, hey, you guys, you know. And it, they got that alert when Dude was yeah. lifting. Um, what I did notice though was it was how I interpreted it was it's like it was like Power Rangers, but with the love story, but not one that you would actually think would happen in yeah. a regular crime show where it's like not crime, but in a what was a, a version of oh yeah the Super Sentai thing Super Sentai. I don't know if it's common in Super Sentais, but it's not often every day that. I, I'm gonna say the red gelato leader yeah. is a is a leader or the red guy, right? I just call him the red ranger. The yeah, red, he's, the, he's the, red <laughs> gel, the red gelato. I kind of yeah, feel like he might be. The, he might be a leader. leader. Yes, yes, and he's in love with the Reaper princess. Yeah, one and of a, one of the villains from one of the main the villains. gecko corp cor, not corporate gecko group. Ge- mm. And this chick has like a whole bunch of like issues and mm-hmm. and i don't know i mean dude um for me it was a little strange but it's the way they did it was really interesting yeah he went on his own accord and f- and found her and told her hey like we're gonna 1v1 and she thought and she came and accepted it and he was like wait no my name was i was protein man on, yeah. on social he was media like, I was stalking your instagram <laughs> I, was, I know I you like giving you compliments you know. and she was like trying to kill him trying to say no like hey you're tricking me. And then he's You're like, tricking no, no. me. She goes, you don't think I've been trying to love? What have you heard? You've heard that I eat. I go out and, and torment men and eat them for breakfast and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she, I just thought that was insane. But obviously, she has a history. Yep. That was the first time in a long time that I felt bad for, for somebody who was on an opposing force. Yeah. You know? And I just think it's great. Like, And for me, I felt like, you know, first, like, how are you going to keep it a secret? Because they were enjoying cookies that she made yeah. underneath cherry blossoms and when the rangers or when the gelato one of the gelato guys came up to check they were trying in the middle of holding hands and then they ended up getting a battle stance that is one of my favorite because that's a continuing gag in the show one of my favorite gags is that she has this apparent superpower of like fucking super speed because it's what is it episode two sal where he goes to meet her at her base yeah he goes I mean, to they meet both her. are pretty fast. Yeah. He goes to meet her and they're like hanging out on her couch, just chilling. And there's an intruder alert going off because he broke into the fucking place. No, <laughs> first off, somebody comes on on the, the screen and she very quickly, like you see, they put up a little timer in the corner just to show you how fast they're going. And it's like milliseconds in the time that it takes for her to recognize that there's someone there. She grabs him and then pushes him down on the couch and then like sits 
on his face. Yeah. Uh, so that way the, <laughs> the guy can't see him. It just looks like she's sitting by herself. Right. And he does for a moment go like, am I crazy or was there someone there with you? Yeah. And then she goes, why would I have anybody with me? And he's like, you know what? You're right. Never mind. <laughs> and then later on, they're still in the room. The bear dude comes in. And in the moment that it takes for him to like start talking as the door is opening, she grabs him and then jumps into the um she's like a little locker mm-hmm. there into it with both of them and, right. and then the bear walks in and he's like oh she's not in here weird and they do get discovered in there like but there's some they, shifting but do they discover him as the red no 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 no, the, no. the gelato uh, squad he just the bear dude discovers that someone is in there and it seems like he does think that it's just the guy who broke in who's hanging out in there but because the red ranger ends up accidentally or unintentionally unhooking her bra she freaks out and then like kicks him but because they're in such a small area she pushes back against the door and the door actually flies open and knocks the bear dude out <laughs> So he just knows somebody was in there Mm -hmm. and then immediately he's out cold. And so the next episode, uh, because during that, his like weird shoulder cannons go off and they end up blowing up a huge part of the base. The next episode, they show him and he's trying to fix stuff. And it very much seems like he just thinks one of the rangers broke in and just got one over on him and got out in time. So he thinks that they just got in, to an extent, did a successful right. attack and then get out. Yeah. When in reality, he went in there because he wanted to fuck. He attacked that. Yeah. Only thing tried to. Well, but she's, yeah. dude, she got even so shy, just him trying to like hold hands. There, there yeah. are moments where like, yeah, they're, they're touching each other's and hand. How, they're like, ah. And what a fucking square he is, huh? He's like, hey, research proves that couples hold hands. And it's like, dude, just fucking well, hold your hand. I dude. think he says that not because he actually researched it or you think he's trying to just do some player shit well i think he's just trying to get her comfortable just as a way of saying like look this is something everyone does this is a normal thing but then so it's just kind of like then it gets you to I think guess. how fucked up did somebody do her yeah for her to be that way it kind of gets me to think about like you know there's a <laughs> there's a lot of things that happen to to women in relationships that give them trauma and it's unfortunate and it yeah. sucks you know so that it made me think about that a lot well, so it's like maybe her guards up because um how old are they in this did they ever declare uh, oh they're, they're uh, adults they're adult okay no. so let's just uh, yeah, the are. red ranger is 15 or he's in high school still because that's one of like the points he's like i'm the strongest high schooler oh yeah that's right so he how, was old the is, how old is how old is the prince i don't know like 17 or so I, okay. they, they didn't say how old she was okay. but i thought it was weird because the green ranger kind of looks like a snitch but he looks old that's yeah that's a good point that was one of the, <laughs> yeah, that from, reminds me that was one of the things the streets, that made me <laughs> that made me think that uh that was a direct uh oh, lying no. to the power rangers because in most super sentai shows they're not teenagers can we get sal in an anime <laughs> Dude, the green just Ranger the same personality. Looks like He's snitch. like, dude. His head, he looks like a snitch. <laughs> can you smell a snitch? He does. <laughs> yeah, he hella does. That's can the he, thing, dude. So sounds from the streets. He can smell a snitch. But I think how are they going to keep it a secret? Or does it? Do they eventually? Here's the thing. Here's my thing. Uh, you've probably seen this the show, and it's fine. But you can answer after mm-hmm. I'm done. You know, uh, spoilers ahead, of course, for those who are listening and haven't seen the show yet. Um, how are they going to keep it a secret? And let's say it's discovered and they somehow decide to pull a bob marley where they get both sides on stage and shake hands and be like we're united which kind of really didn't work out in the end but no but but in in the in another set in like a obviously in a fictional sense they get together but then there's like an is there another opposing force that they both don't like that they can both team up and fight them that's my that's my question like how are they going to keep it a secret and if it gets exposed by the Green Ranger, because it's gonna, he's a snitch. <laughs> so then how, what is going to come into that? Or is it always just going to be kind of like a mysterious, um, you know, they're going to have to act like they're not together for a long time until something happens. Like, I think what's going to happen is, so um, in the first, I think it's the first episode. Yeah, no, it is the first episode before he ever goes to meet her. Mm-hmm. He's hanging out and the old dude that is in like charge the, of them. The professor or something. Yeah. Realizes that he's got, you know, he's acting a little bit funky and he thinks mm-hmm. oh, it's because of a girl. And No, he thought it was because, oh, he's thinking of how to protect the earth. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but um, <laughs> just yeah, that he he ends up saying like it's because uh, of this girl, yeah. and the professor doesn't let him explain anything. He's just like fucking, fucking go for socks it. him, go for no, it. No, he punches him yeah. and says, "You need to go express to her how much you." And it sounds like that motherfucker, that professor dude. Yeah, it, that's not like it was out of experience. What do you think? The thing is, I, I it definitely seems like maybe he was in a situation at some point where he mm-hmm. didn't do that and he regrets it. Right. But I think what's going to wind up happening is members of the team because they do show that the girls start mm-hmm. start sort of following him around too to see what he's up to because right. he also gets a smartphone and they're like he's not the kind of guy who would who would ever do that so mm. what's going on here i yeah, think what's he, gonna happen is you're gonna start straight adrian vibes exactly because he gives her her number and it's the house the number. house phone number that his and mom, mom answers <laughs> it is mom answers yeah straight and she's adrian like get, vibes. A, get a smartphone and he's like that's probably a good idea but i think what's gonna happen is members of his team are gonna start getting really close to the truth but before that happens we're probably gonna see the professor find out that he was the one that encouraged him to go date the super villain and together them two are going to have to try to keep the team away from each other that discovery because i have a feeling you don't put the professor in the middle of it without making him have to answer for some of it well the thing is i don't think the professor first off he doesn't no idea who he's going for all not at all all the professor the leader the older guy said was hey if you love somebody you need to go express it and let them know because otherwise you're you're you'll lose them yep They'll be the yeah. one that got away. And don't um, be a pussy bitch. Pretty much. And and for lesser words, yeah, don't mm. be a bitch. <laughs> and um but little does he know, and I don't know, maybe in the coming episodes, because Mariah and I are definitely gonna finish watching this one. Out of all of them, we're gonna finish watching this one. Oh, I'm definitely gonna continue this one. And uh, we don't we, well <laughs> I just don't go back yeah. to them unless it's really unless it's an isekai that I really like, like uh, Jobless Reincarnation or The World's Finest Assassin. Whack. Whack. Just don't go back. Like One Piece. Damn. Damn. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna cut this whole episode. I now. can't. I can't say that because I've never actually like seen a one a full One Piece episode, so I can't talk shit. Damn. But this this um uh, Love After World. What was it? Love After. Love World? After that, World that's the one thing that I didn't I like. I feel about like it's it. gonna be good. I, and I feel like if it does get out there, yeah, how are they gonna be okay with it? And if they do make peace, is there another force out there? Which would I think common sense tells me that there should be another force that yeah. they both don't like. But we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Is this on its first season? Yeah, yeah. That's the one thing I didn't okay. like. It was the the title was misleading. I thought it was gonna be they took over the world, and it's just like, oh, you know, what should we do now that we own the world? It doesn't sound like it because there's still two forces trying yeah. to fight each other. Yeah, but if you were just gonna base it off so, like, are the gelato five of the like type? a like more of a faction or or, or like a? Um... I think they are just like a police force. Yeah. Okay, so then who are the the reapers? Are they just they're like just, an, enemies? They're, they're, they're just, just terrorists. Bad guys. I think. <laughs> you think? I no. I genuinely think they're. Ter- Terrorists, because at a certain, are they a faction? Like on, a, like on a, one of the episodes, there's like a oh, meeting. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm thinking of militia. That's what yeah. the word I'm thinking of. No, I genuinely think they're a terrorist organization because they have a meeting where uh, they're trying to figure out where to go next to do evil shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Reaper Princess is just coming up with places that would also be nice date locations, so that way she can fuck off with the Red Ranger. Yeah, because and they can have a nice date. Or... They go to a carnival. Yeah. But when she she's suggesting like a lookout at like an overlook of the city and then the boss dude is like, that's a terrible idea. And then she suggests like the of the park and like a couple more places. And then she goes and a carnival. And he's like, stop giving me date ideas. And then one of the girls is like, actually, uh, a theme park would be a good idea because right. there's a lot of destruction to be had and children to terrify. And it's like you're talking <laughs> about you're talking about this from the perspective of how many people can I affect all at once in a place that's supposed to be happy. That's that sounds like terrorism. Yeah. That sounds like your terrorism. You're 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 a terrorist faction <laughs> yeah. is what this is. Because also they explained that they get their power through harvesting human fear. You're a terrorist group. Yeah. It's a terrorist group. I mean, I mean, Bin Laden had us on the edge of our seats for a little bit, and there that's what fed his, you know, I mean, not to not trying to get political, but that's a perfect example yeah. of, of that. And uh same with them, him saying, Oh, we got nukes. Yeah. Oh, we have nukes, which was like, I think was not true. No. So, you know, but we were scared. And now, which made them in return without any money stronger. Yeah. Because now they were feared. Yeah. yeah. And now because we had people out there already but before Desert Storm. Now it's like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. 
so yeah, I can see that. I can see that being uh, now Reaper Princess does give me the the vibe of like a like a Jesse or a James from Pokemon, where it's like you're a member of Team Rocket, but like you clearly don't share the same values. Yeah. She's she's more human. I mean, it also well, like, I mean, obviously like she's human, but she's maybe m- she's just there right. because she's always been there, and that's just she's it. She's clearly the boss's daughter. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I wouldn't true. be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that's a plot hook where it's just like. So who's the big, boss though? Who's like besides the bear? He's the, just a big no. The the bear is the just, a just like a henchman. He's like the creator. Is he guy. like one of those dudes? Like like what's his name from Resident Evil had like those two cloaked fucking beings? Pretty much. Where he was like, go and make sure Mister Kennedy doesn't leave to see the light. Yeah, of the day, I or think something he, like that. And then goes, he's just the one that's like, I just invented this ice ray. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. It's the, no, the big evil dude. They show him in a very big evil dude kind of way. It's it's a, you know obviously it's a comedy, so it's played very comedically. But um, he's yeah, a big, big evil dude and just like this tall. Yeah, he's just like bad guy. But I, I have a feeling what's gonna happen is once it gets discovered she's with the ranger. Right. He just like the old guy. He's also gonna have to be like fuck. How do we get it so that we nobody discovers this? And probably because there's gonna be some sort of relation between the two. Right. So I know he said jokingly, he's she's the boss's daughter. I would not be fucking surprised if that's actually the plot well you're only uh, you get the title of princess is if you're i a yeah married if you're married to the prince or if you are a direct descendant of the king yeah so so i wouldn't be surprised if yes she is just the the or 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 if she had somebody that she was married to and that died Mm -hmm. if she was married to the boss's son and he died and she stayed because they were married and she's now widowed but yeah. that's not explained. I don't know yet. But yeah. it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say, a criticism about this, uh, and it's something that I told Sal, is I do think I would have liked the show more if it had been like a series of shorts, like not short episodes, but rather kind there like are- a, Like a Clone Wars kind of thing? Ish, but there are other shows like um, Way of the House Husband. Right. Where- You said those it, were like five minutes. Yeah, but in Way of the House Husband, the full episode is about 30 minutes long. There's right. just like a couple episodes. It's like SpongeBob. It's a 30-minute episode, but there's two stories two per Two episodes one. per, per Yeah, show. I feel like right. if they would have just like, we're going to take this concept and we're going to play around with it in as many ways as we want to, not even worry about a narrative. We're mm. just going to play with the concept of these two guys are in love with each other, but they're supposed to be opposing forces. I would have liked to see a bunch of these little things you're playing yeah. around with all the time instead of a narrative. Because you could I feel do, like I would have liked that more. You can do a backstory and you can do yeah. a love story all in and one. And you can throw them in any situation with like no explanation to it and you'll buy it immediately. Like you could, you didn't have to come up with, well, where are we going to do our next evil thing? I guess we can go to the carnival. You can just, shit, something's going down at the carnival. They're responding to it. And then also these two are fucking off. Yep. So I, I, yeah. I, I would have yeah, that, that makes I, Now that you explain it like that, I could, I think that, would mm. probably do really good. That would have been a lot better. Um, but it, it's also good now. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you never know. I mean, honestly, I would still say it's fucking eight out of ten for me. It's I would like recommend a, this. I, one. I think for the first like anime in a long time. Yeah, fucking sell, of course. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with you. It's definitely eight out of ten. Uh, only reason why I'm knocking two off is because um, I have yet to finish the series. So I, from the first episode, just to give it an eight off the bat, that's pretty high. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not, I don't really watch a lot of anime anymore like I used to, but doing this and, and appearing on the show and doing all this stuff and watching them actually is getting me really getting back into it. So Yeah. It's yeah. like a solid six out of 10. Mm. I would recommend. <laughs> six out of 10 would recommend? What the fuck? <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've been, you've been yawning this whole episode. Yeah. And I know. then every time I see him yawn, I have to fight you know yawning. It, you know what it is? It's because he had that one beer. No. And he no. had and he had a little no, buzz. Now he's now it's going away. It's no. also because it's Saturday and we got up earlier true. than normal. Yeah. It's very true. Because he normally stays up. I would imagine you probably stayed up until what, three, four in the morning yesterday? No, like two. And then you woke up this morning when Brittany went to work. Yeah. No, I woke before that. Uh, and then you just stayed up. Yeah. Yeah. Normally you would talk to Brittany and then go back to sleep for a little while. I did want to talk about one last thing before we end today's podcast. Of course. And I asked you guys about this earlier. I just wanted to do it because it's a hot take. I know some of us feel indifferent about this. The Halo series, just really quick. All right. Not a lot of the fans liked it, but a lot of them did. So there's mixed reviews. I don't, I'm not going off of critics. I'm just basically just going off of a Halo Twitter. Yeah. Which is a lot of, 
<laughs> Halo Twitter. Dude, this is the most hostile Twitter group I've been tuning into just as of lately because of the show. But Halo Twitter is just going off the rails of the new show. Yeah. I personally think it's great. As far as action, I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I think it's great. It's nice to have like a, a dramatic side and it's a side of Chief that I thought was really good. Yeah. But at the same time, if that who that's who Chief really is under the mask, I would have expected uh what's his name to be his voice. Uh I'm forgetting. Steve Downs. Steve Downs, yes. That sounds right. Steve Downs is the actual voice of actual Master voice Chief. of Master Chief. Okay. The guy who uh says like four lines a game. Can mm-hmm. well, I mean, but fuck, dude. I mean He's cool as fuck. I felt like when so you guys all seen you've seen the whole show, right? Nope. Nope. Have you he, seen, I have. Okay. Do you mind if we talk about it? Like no. the whole show? Adrian already tries to talk to me about it, and he doesn't watch it, and it's just like, why? Do you ever? Or do you ever find? Do you ever see yourself watching it though? Maybe one day. Okay. If because I I'll I'll let you I'll I'll send I'll shoot you my Paramount info if you want to watch it. It'd be it's no, a good show. Me and Brittany have it. Oh, okay. So at the end, when Cortana, spoiler alert, before when anything, he becomes a marionette puppet, yes, yes, when Cortana takes over, um, I thought I was gonna hear the Downs voice. Yeah, I was hoping. I was I hoping, hear like when he goes, "Chief, you okay?" And I would, I thought when he turned to look, I was expecting to hear "Yes," like yeah. in a deep voice. I'd be like, "Oh shit!" So is Porn Stash still going to play Master Chief? Or, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I I think overall the show out of a ten, I'm going to give it. Uh, I mean, the same thing I gave uh, Love after World Domination. I'm going to give it an eight. See, for for my my thoughts on the show, one thing I want to get out of the way, it's something Sal brought up, uh, and it makes perfect sense because it, it is the truth. Whenever they make things that are based off of video game properties, they're mm-hmm. not trying to get the audience that played the games because they already have them. They're trying to reach out to a more, like a larger audience. And so they do tend to change things and they do have to kind of play more into genre tropes because they work. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they, they that's what they do. It's not for the people who played the games. I wasn't the biggest fan. There are a couple of moments that are really fucking cool, but... But I think we could, before you start... Uh, uh continue i think we can all agree the first person stuff wasn't really that good the first person <laughs> stuff was the it, thing it reminded is, me of doom yeah for me it felt like like if you're gonna do that i'm totally fine with him doing that that final fight that he was doing with the brutes before he became a meat puppet was insane it was i mean it, it gave me like a captain america vibe mm-hmm. because it, it very much reminded me of watching the Marvel movies. Right. I think it was like Civil War. No, yeah, it was Civil, Civil War, War. Where um he's fighting and he's you know there are those moments where he's sort of crouched down and he's using a shield and swapping back and forth between people right. and it gave me that vibe. Mm-hmm. But during that, they're showing you first person footage. Mm-hmm. Even going for what they're trying to do with that scene, if they wanted to pull something off like that in a way that made people go, "Fuck, that was cool." I feel like you save all of that third person stuff for the fight you never go into first person for that and you wait until he becomes the meat puppet you you see from his visor and that's where you hear cortana being like chief are you fine right but I and just... then you hear him say like something to the effect of like yes or i'm fine or let's keep going and then through like through the right. visor you see the mm-hmm. like it lights up he gets up and then he goes forward then you can be like okay that's the chief from the games right you don't get that weird thing that weird little moment where cortana is outside of his body and then sort of turns into him as he's all we get is her touching possessed his chest. yeah as she's then... sort of possessing him you avoid the weird possession scene and it can just come off as he got fucked and now he's moving forward. You don't have to worry about killing him off or anything like that. Well, that was Halsey's. Halsey's Doctor Halsey's intention. Yeah. In the show for Cortana was yeah. to once Master Chief led everybody to the Halo yeah. with the stuff with the artifact, they were going to kill him. Yeah. They were going to kill the actual the 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 physical person person and Cortana because they have him instead of her being a chip in the back yeah. of the helmet, she's an implant in his head. Yeah. So they were going to have her take over. Yeah. Which I thought was a little weird, but... but... To me, though, like, even if you have that plot point, I feel like if you wanted to go for that Halo theme, mm-hmm. in the games, you have that thing of, like, Cortana is in the suit, but she does start to decay after a while. Right. She becomes corrupted, and he has to figure out how to deal with that. Well, she was... I feel like you could do the inverse of that with the show, where 
the goal was he's going to lead them to the halo and then he has to die and then she has to take over. If you would have just cut the scene, the moment where she's going into his body, mm-hmm. just have him get fucked and then get back up, you could make it so that way, yeah, the directive was he should die and she should take over. But because of the relationship they've built together and because of the way he's handled himself, mm-hmm. Cortana herself as a program is making the decision. No, no, no. He's doing this better than I can anyway. We're better as a team. Let's move forward that way. Fuck Halsey. And at some point in the show, Cortana said, like, Dr. Halsey, you programmed me to excel and to be better and Mm -hmm. to to think pretty much. But I don't think Halsey expected Cortana so quickly to take Chief's side because, like you said, Chief has been doing things in a series of events in the right way to where... At this point, the AI is basically human, yep. you know, and it's got and, and and it's personified to be pretty much a human. And, and after a while, you forget Cortana is a fucking computer. Yeah. Even when you're playing the game, you forget. But I just think that it was it was done well. And I like how I like how Halsey's story uh, lined up with and Cortana and everything. But as far as everything else, I don't know. You know, I think a production value for it is going to go it's up. It's going to go up. Yeah, if, for sure. No, if no. Paramount if, isn't lying about it's bringing in the money then they're gonna hopefully shell out so here's the thing paramount paramount has the money to make it the best fucking show it can be but that's the thing is at the end of the day i I don't know who it's it was done by people who haven't played the games i believe i believe or even if they did they had a hint they just had i don't know for sure i'd have to ask that question and get the facts but i personally think they may have just gotten a brief run through of the games like in a presentation but at the end of the day you got to make something for TV and you're not going to get a big budget at first. When you get a first season of something, the budget's not big, you know, or the the movie, the part one is not that big. I mean, but fucking w- even Game of Thrones, famously the first episode, they show several she- scenes of people with like their heads on pikes and they're, you know, but those, the, all of those things reused from productions that that company had done before mm-hmm. to the point where one of those heads on a pike is a face cast of George Bush because (laughs) they were like, we need these effects. We don't have the budget for them. Let's go. Let's use all the ones we have. Let's buy a couple more. Whoever has shit that that's just sitting around a mannequin head we can paint or basically something. yeah right. like wh- whatever we can to do what we can on the budget right so um was that the same deal for halo the show i, I would imagine for halo i mean if you watch they probably had to like at like outsource very 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 like maybe majority I, it depends i don't know what their budget was but what i can say is for season two which i'm sure is going to get cleared yeah oh for sure uh it's going to be bigger um it's going to look better I, I think I thought it looked great this time around for not bad for one season mm-hmm. with Halo. I kind of I, I hope that they incorporate a little bit more from the game lore. But if they're also going to go off and do and, and I could say I trust them to do their own thing because I thought this first season was not bad at all. Yeah, I just I would I would hate to have my Halo, my love for Halo ruined, even though I don't think it would be because I know it's not canon. Yeah. Uh, the next for next season, I, I predict that we're gonna get a lot more from and from Quan. Like, what happened to Quan? Like the last two episodes, just no Quan. I mean, you for- know, so it's like I I hope she figures out her problems on Madrigal, so that way they can get all that shit done. But we don't know. Like, I was actually interested in her storyline too. There but- is there is one thing about this show that will get me to watch season two hmm. if they do it, and that's that they gotta bring in Avery Johnson because mm. he was basically like the chief, master chief's like right hand man, even though he was technically his boss. Right. We need that kind of character because, like, yeah, it's a it's a master chief and Cortana thing, but if you're getting rid of half of that, Johnson was everywhere. You chief need, was going. You need Johnson there because mm-hmm. you need two people to play off of and you need somebody who's going to be there who's going to pick up a gun and who's also still going to be a source of knowledge for chief going forward somebody else that cortana can keep learning from Mm -hmm. so you need to bring in johnson plus also he's just a fucking badass but here's the thing if you're going to bring in johnson they should have brought him in somewhere towards like the beginning see yeah, they could have, but I think now that they they've been led to the halo, it could just be that he didn't need to be there until this moment. This is him bringing in his people, and then, and then that, that's so. This is this predates. Yeah, this, right now what's going on in season one? Possibly, I mean, could this be is predating. also predating the fall of Reach. So. Yeah, right, right. So it mm-hmm. may not be until that point that you get him, but I want to see him in there, and I want to see him done well because that is 
I would say the best character in Halo. Mm-hmm. At least my favorite one. Um, no, John. Yeah, he was. So, he was. He always had a smart ass. So give me Johnson, and I will sit my ass down for season two. But the thing is, we'll give you Johnson. Let's say we'll they'll give you uh, Johnson, but will he be uh, represented the way we know him from the games, or will he be portrayed? Portray was the word I was looking. Will he be portrayed? Will he be portrayed like as he was in the games, or will he be portrayed in the eyes of Paramount? See the of thing the writers. Is, I that's that's actually a character I'm not too worried about mm-hmm. because There's even really if you a- simplify who Avery is, he is still sort of the archetypal military colonel that you see in a bunch of movies. Right. Like he could easily be played by uh what's his fucking name for Men in Black? Tommy Lee Jones. Right. You could have him be a white guy and be Tommy Lee Jones, and that's still Avery Johnson mm-hmm. because he is such the archetypical military right. commander. Mm-hmm. So as far as that goes, unless they just decided we're going to name a completely separate character, Avery mm-hmm. Johnson, I think there's very little they can do no. to really fuck up that character. The thing is, I will say, this show is not as bad as people are, are giving it crap for. Yeah. Right. Um, but it it is fumbling along. I mean, Sal okay. obviously does not care <laughs> yeah. for Halo. I don't. If think you he... would rate Halo, what would you give it? Like, like, a, on... like a solid one. You haven't seen it. I'm pulling an Adrian. Oh, okay, well there you okay. go. Okay, <laughs> well, I would say you're pulling a um, a dick move. You need to watch it at least the first few episodes before you can rate it. I mean, genuinely, Adrian does do that though. Yeah, he will tell. He will be like, "Oh yeah, this movie's really good," and then he'll be like, "Oh, you went to go watch it?" Because it'll be in theaters, and he'll be like, "I saw a thing on YouTube," and it's like, I'm "Not gonna take that yeah. as a." As a suggestion then. But anyway, I think that's the end of the episode, right? Yeah, that's it. So, uh, AJ, do you have some uh, anything else you, you want to plug, you want to talk about? Um, actually, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm i just going to plug the shameless plug here. Right in that. Go for it, As man. Kevin Pereira once put it, I'm going to ride the promo pony to the sunset. I'm in a band. Uh, it's Inhuman Slaughter. And it's like thrash metal. So if you're a fan of metallica or exodus megadeth and you know stuff like that and human slaughter uh all local guys um and it, it's fun it's great we have instagram it's just at inhuman slaughter not inhumane mm-hmm. a lot of people say inhumane there's no e at the end of inhuman it's inhuman slaughter mm-hmm. um fun fact some guy tried to hit us up and say i had that band name for years and he showed us a message yeah and my buddy paulie's all psyched pulled the uno reverse card and showed him, sent him back a picture of potential band names list, and it was from 2013. Damn. Damn. Yeah, so we won that battle. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, then he followed us after. Short, I mean, <laughs> shortly after he followed us, he goes, Oh, I was just, you know, it's hard to start a band. And we're like, Yeah, dude. You've been listening to the Nakama Podcast with hosts Salvador Garibay and Cruz Esparza. Produced by me, Cruz Esparza. Supervising producer, Baldo Lucero at Salad Bites Media. You can find more about the podcast on Instagram at Nakamapod, and at our website, nakamapod.com. That's N-A-K-A-M-A-P-O-D dot C-O-M. Guest booking by Salvador Garibay, Baldo Lucero, and Cruz Esparza. Remember to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, and you can have your review read on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Nakama Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and every major audio streaming service. This has been a Salad Bites Media production.